2: Hello and welcome back to the Deliciously Stellar Podcast. I'm back here with Flick. Hello. We're still nearly 30 and we are still none the wiser. Correct. So Flick and I have decided this week that we are going to tackle the very serious topic of fashion. We both basically have walked into the studio today looking like lost toddlers in Hamleys and I reckon that because we're freelance we've forgotten how to get dressed.
1: Yeah, should we just describe what we're wearing?
2: Yeah, so I am wearing dungarees, which are broken, so I have fastened them together with a hair bubble, and a a green jumper that, I mean, it's inexplicable, really. It's horrid.
1: And I am wearing an oversized... I can't even say it. An oversized purple hoodie that is a boy's. um, But he wasn't my boyfriend, he's someone else's husband. And on it, it says... Williams, for a reason that I don't know. It's got three moth holes in the front. Um, I've also got a scrunchie in my hair, Miss Selfridge jeans and <laughs> Chelsea boots where my toes are sticking out at the end and it's torrential rain. But I put a really nice face of makeup on and got some shellac on my nails, just to, you know, counterbalance.
2: Flick is looking incredibly threadbare today, it must be said. I am. Someone nearly <laughs> threw a coin into
1: my coffee cup on the way. Shocking.
2: So you're wearing purple... Which, you know, I know very well is the favourite colour of Justin Bieber. It is. And the Queen. Yeah. And you went to a Justin Bieber concert recently, didn't you?
1: I did. And I have to say, it was the first time that I realised how out of touch we are with fashion nowadays. So I think when you approach your 30s, even the people that are more stylish, you don't tend to follow fashion fads in quite the same way. And for me, teenage years meant... Turned up collars, uh, gladiator belts over tracksuit bottoms with mm. ballet pumps. Mm. Slap a turquoise eyeliner and some really nice matching turquoise kind of tie jewellery to go with it. Now, it's a whole different thing. It was an army of girls. Glitter makeup on, space buns. Something you could never pull off, Bella. Not enough hair. <laughs> I don't have enough hair. Shoot. What did you say That would be like two little macaroni. Two little pieces of macaroni on the top of my head. Lovely. And then this weird thing where... It's still tracksuit vibes, but I think it's from like Boohoo.com or Mm. misguided or whatever, where they've just cut out random parts of t-shirts. So it's like all of a sudden, it's, you know, it was sexy in our day to wear kind of low slung jeans with your Calvin Klein knickers sticking up at the top, whatever size you were. But now it's kind of just a bit hacked out of the middle of the arm of a t-shirt or, you know, uh, a full hoodie. But for some reason, there are just two holes where your shoulders go. It's called a cold shoulder flick. Oh. I mean... A,
2: no one can say boohoo.com without saying it like that. Boohoo.com. Because that's what it is. B, everything that comes from boohoo.com has a strange has a strange hole, as you said. You're trying to get into them, like where is the neck hole? Where is the arm hole? Is my head supposed to be this small? Or is it bad of course it's badly made, isn't it?
1: Yeah, there's kind of cutting out of of material. You're also not getting your money's worth. I saw a girl the other day and she was a heavy set and uh, and she was there stuffed in her a
2: fattest.
1: Oh, I know but it was the truth it was the truth so she was stuffed into her jeans that had been so shredded clearly when she bought them that she can't i mean it was it was 20p's worth of fabric and she probably paid 60 quid she was robbed oh god you know
2: it is, it is a real nightmare it actually, actually looked
1: like she'd been robbed
2: I it's the cold shoulder thing, it's really upsetting me, especially in this weather because you know, we're flicking our recording on the day where it rained cats and dogs. I mean it's biblical outside. Mm-hmm.
1: Horrendous.
2: You know, if I had a cold shoulder, I would probably be dead.
1: Yeah, it was just weird. I mean, I think it's it's obviously quite nice that there's these fashions that are coming up and, and, and you know we're not a part of them. Um but I have to say, loyalty to our, you know, nineties and early millennium years millennial? Yeah, maybe I don't know, I always get the words wrong. I actually think that ours was stronger. We had stronger vibes. Like, we wore flares with pride.
2: No, I think basically we competed to see
1: who could be the most
2: casual. Mm. I remember a day when we went to the pub and Flora, our friend, was wearing a pair of pajama bottoms with a gladiator belt over the top. And I nearly threw up. I was so jealous. I thought, you know, she's nailed it. She's never looked so cool. Yeah. And then, you know, she obviously just like leant over to, you know, light some Etonian cigarette with a comedy lighter and
1: I thought she has got
2: it nailed yeah
1: living the dream fashion lighters were a really big thing when we were at school fashion lighters and also um novelty I remember that I had um a little this is when you're going to be like no this wasn't a fashion this was just you um a little pink lame plastic handbag that had that obscene blonde girl with who blew the bubble gum ball and it's like have a nice day on it yeah no
2: i absolutely know what that is i do also i used to carry a
1: powerpuff girls wash bag as a handbag yeah it's that kind of kit which i feel is coming back now with the unicorns and the yeah you know all of that stuff so maybe we're just ahead of the times you love a unicorn themed good i do i do because you know what they say be a unicorn in a flock of pigeons You can tell you work on social media, that's horrific. That's actually not what they say. They say be a flamingo. I'm apparently not very good at my job. (laughs) There we go, my twist on it. Um, But, you know, that's all right for outerwear. But I'm quite intrigued to talk about bedwear because I feel like this is where some of the worst fashion faux pas happen and it also says a huge amount about what you're like as a person and not even in a sexual sense. Mm -hmm. So what's yours?
2: I mean, I'm full head-to-toe flannel, but that does say a lot about me in the sexual sense. Yeah, me too as well.
1: <laughs> me too. Flannel and missionary. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> no, delightful. Mine are, um I think the last time that I ever got stupidly drunk whilst trying to woo a man, yeah. I felt flat on its face <laughs> where, again, I tend to, if I ever sort of ha- indulge too much in, 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 in alcohol and the rest... Um, I, for some reason, feel that I look just like Mila Kunis, which, I mean, I don't. You no,
2: know, for me, it's Kate Hudson, Hartley's a guy. We all have
1: You know, when you go to the loo, you look in the mirror and you go, so drunk. And then I see Mila and I know I've arrived. So, anyway, I brought this boy home and um, sort of was like, be back in a minute. And I came out in um, a little uh, t shirt from New Look, and on it, it said, I may be small but I am fierce. Oh my god, which is just vile. And then flared turquoise pajamas, a uh, pajama <laughs> bottoms so flared, bell-bottomed Why? with giant flama- uh, giant pelicans all over them. <laughs> and I was like, I really don't do stuff on the first like First visit, I promise. And he was like, "Thank God, I, that's not what I had in mind at all." Exactly. Oh, hold
2: me back. Speaking exactly. speaking of pelicans, when I was at university, my friend Emily had this pair of pants called the Pelican Pants, mm. and they were covered in pelicans, and they had a ruffle down the gusset. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely revolting, but she swore they were her lucky pants. I hate the way you say gusset.
1: <laughs> gusset.
2: Yeah. the only person that ever talks about a gusset is you. So oh, no. like, I love that word. Anyway, Emily had these horrible gusseted Pelican pants, and she swore they, they were the lucky pants, and she always got lucky when she wore them she lent them to me once and they worked and so in a sort of ceremonial handover one year for my birthday she gave me the pelican pants those Aww. pelican pants never failed i would always get lucky when i wore the pelican pants
1: you know what you weren't remember when there was the trend of um, pants that said monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday on sure. them people like me people like izzy Priestley, ours always were in the right day you would have been wearing mm. well you would probably been wearing sunday from monday to sunday to be honest um, back in the day.
2: Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. There was no need to change. When we were at school, you would wake up, you'd put your skirt on over your pyjamas, mm-hmm. and then you would just wear it all day.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%, and then just take off the skirt and, and Or if bed. you did
2: drama, you could wear tracksuit bottoms all the time oh. and just pretend you were in your
1: way to drama class. We loved uniforms so much that when it was um, Mufti Day, when you could wear...
0: Your I own can't clothes.
1: Mufti. <laughs> and you had to pay a pound, and you could wear your own clothes. We would just pay the pound just to keep wearing our uniform. Oh, yeah, well, no, We loved it. I know. I was delighted the other day when... Um, I again for a bit of a, a lol. I was at my parents' house, and um, the guy that I was dating, when I say the other day, obviously, I mean about two years ago, <laughs> <but> <laughs> poetic license. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to go upstairs. I've got a little surprise. I'm going to put on a school uniform. Okay, so for most people, one, by the way, everyone, obviously, I would never be that person that would do that seriously. I'm not a kind of kawaii pervert. <laughs> But I disappeared upstairs and obviously he didn't know my history, where I went to school, anything like that. And I emerged 10 minutes later. Resplendent. Wearing the school uniform, which was a, the longer, the longer the kilt, the better. So a dark, it was a forest green kilt Mm. with beige socks or red socks, brown shoes, a lime green and white (laughs) pinstripe shirt, and either a forest green or red V-neck kind of polyester wool jumper. And I was like, "Can you handle this?" Again, he couldn't, couldn't. But I was delighted that I still fit into it.
2: Oh God! Well, a, I absolutely am sure I don't fit into mine. B, the reason that our kilts were so long is our mums bought them with room for us to grow, and then we just didn't (laughs) Didn't grow. So, so I arrived true. at school at five foot three and mum goes, oh, we'll get her a really long one because she's going to be a big girl. Did I? Did I not? No. no absolutely
1: no. not. I actually had to have my first uniform made uh, tailor-made specially because I was so short. You were very, very small. I know, but I still insisted on getting the bra that was on the uniform list. Trainer bra. Oh, yes. Yeah, I did. It was sort of a vest, cropped. Mm,
2: yeah, there's I- nothing worse than your first bra fitting. Mm. Of course, I mean, it's a memory that never leaves you. I went to John Lewis, and I, you know, much like my other people, I got fondled by a woman who said, no, you've got absolutely nothing there, mm. still an ironing board, still my mum shamelessly bought me a bra, and um, I remember arriving at school, and obviously feeling no need to put the bra on, and we did that thing where people used to tickle each other's backs in class.
1: Oh yeah, that was so weird, Yeah. Arms.
2: Yeah, Susie Warren was tickling my back, and she went, oh my god, why are you not wearing a bra? And I was like, <sighs> fuck because I'd never worn one. And I was discovered and outed as a mm-hmm. non-bra wearer. Hands. I know, but I did, as you would love to point out, I did have tiny and cone boobs. I just didn't want to admit it. And I probably should have been wearing the training bra, but I wasn't ready.
1: Yeah, I, um, I remember. I think it's a thing with bra fitting. Even if you go, I actually went sort of six months ago because I thought, well, why not? I've got time to kill and I'm unemployed, so I'll just go and do that. Um, and you know, one of those um, grotesque women that sort of smells like sandwiches comes in <laughs> And I honestly, you know it's that thing, everyone comes out of their bra and being like Oh my god, but for the last 10 years I've been a 32C and I'm actually a 28F these women are fucking with us because they sort of look at you and, and you feel such shame. It's like as if you've been wearing the wrong shoe size for, for years and and have just kind of been living in agony. It's like well no, clearly this bra felt like it fitted. And I think I honestly because also it's very weird. We all have very small backs and enormous boobs. I'm definitely just quite normal. No,
2: I quite often leave a bra fitting feeling like Rebecca Adlington or something. They're like you've got a 38 back. <laughs> I've got quite a, a you, you've got a 56B, Arabella. I'm like, oh, thank you.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify.
0: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Well, that's our fashion stuff, but I think that there are bigger criminals out there and most of them are the male race. Yeah, there's nothing worse than like they have it so easy.
2: It can completely change the vibe when you fancy someone.
1: Just one wrong move, like one pointy shoe, and I'm out of there. I know. What is your? What's the first? You know, when girls are like, "Oh, look at his eyes. I look at his. I mean, I'd probably look at his wallet. Or just like, <laughs> or just glad that I'm there. Um, but what is the? What would be like the the no go zone? As in, you'd have to turn away. Fashion wise.
2: Fashion wise. Um, okay, so I once went out with someone, and I went back through his. Facebook catalogue like fight for a lol with my I friend I you
1: just called it a Facebook catalogue <laughs>
2: <laughs> I we're literally shopping for them <laughs> yeah I went back through his old Facebook photos and I, I found a picture of him wearing Oakleys <laughs>
1: <laughs> were they the ones with the
0: kind of the, yeah with the,
2: the, with the mirrored lenses someone. and um, <laughs> it, I immediately stopped fancying him <sighs> and, and uh, we couldn't go out anymore because I, every time I pictured him I pictured him in those glasses and you know who else wears those who? Prince Harry yes, and he's nobody such calls no him out wear. on it yeah
1: no true there is nothing less sexy than those bug-eyed oakleys yeah they're vile i also i do not uh do not enjoy a v-neck or a short-sleeved shirt
2: oh yeah a, a short who does a black, black sh- short sh- shirt <laughs> is i love the kind of shirt you can see your face in <laughs> It's like that skirt of shirts, the men that I would, I would go to Portsmouth sometimes with
1: a girl from school. We'd try and get into Tiger Tiger and Gunmorph Keys and all the men in there had black shirts. Yeah, I also don't like a man in a fashion jean and I'll tell you what I mean by that. It's that particular denim that is, it's darker than denim Mm -hmm. and it's, um, we're not talking about like a skinny jean thing. I mean, you can see the stitching down the side of the jean and it's, you know what I mean by the dark denim.
2: All it's, I can think about is that ex-boyfriend you had, who was a bit like a tramp, who had poor flares all the time.
1: Exclusively wore flares. <laughs> Always. Flares. No, not flares, like boot cut, I'd yeah. say. Boot cut flares. Um, and then <laughs> and then a V-neck um, sleeveless sweater vest mm. um, with about 12 necklaces yeah. that were all, you know, had different meanings and a ponytail. He went to Eton, but you honestly would have believed that he lived under a bridge. I he think would he sort did of for he, a bit he would
2: be like, oh, you know, I'm 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 so homeless, and he'd be being you know, playing his ukulele. But you know, I'd be like, but you are crashing in our friend's like four million pound house in Chelsea.
1: Yeah, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't call this homeless. And then I swung from him to someone that actually had. All of his shoes were monogrammed and he used to, even for a kind of weekend trip to Cornwall, would pack 10 pairs of Todd's shoes with um, giant shoe trees to keep them in shape. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir, you've gone over the limit. Well, no, fucking one day he's got half an oak tree keeping his shoes propped up. Absolutely criminal I've never owned a shoe tree No I've never I didn't even know When he was like They're my shoe trees I was, He wasn't that bright So I was like No I think you've mistaken the word But that is really what they're called He actually started to Buy me clothes And at first I thought that, Like cute Like I'm not going to say no Like this is a really nice Cashmere jumper That I guess I'll just wear Inside to be warm Then he was you know when it takes a while in a relationship to get really comfortable and say the weird things that you wouldn't say at the beginning? Mm. He was like, there's something I'd really like you to wear and this is not a lie. Mm. So I was thinking, oh God, like, oh God, it's a thong. Or it's <laughs> a suspect, because obviously I'm... Ex- a thong <laughs> is
2: the worst thing. You think. I think I'm wearing one today.
1: No, you see, you're in that category. You're either thong wearers or exclusively um, uh, seamless M&S pants, which is right, me, cotton sure. pants, okay. till I die. So I was worried that it would be thong or suspender or corset or something else that I don't dally in. And he was like there's nothing that turns me on more than a girl in a pair of Todd's loafers. What? Here's Todd's loafers? No, no. He had been to my, again, my mum's and she had a pair of little loafers, you oh. know, sitting in the hall because she's a mum. I, I think even she was wearing them like in a bit of a, like, all oh, they're a bit sad, but comfy. And he was like, would you? And I was like, but... With what? Is it naked with Todd's loafers on? Or do I fully dress in like a puffer, you know, puffer country jacket, a pink shirt, turned up jeans, and loafers, pearl earrings?
2: That is quite some kink, isn't I it? I promise
1: you, I've done some embarrassing things in my life, but I never put the loafers on.
2: You never stood naked in loafers? Never stood naked I can't get that loafers. image out of my head. You're, you're lucky that no one it. who listens to this knows what you look
1: like. <laughs> I'll take these whole... Boots anytime. I might do it for you, Belle, for your birthday. Will you
2: actually? It's my birthday coming up, you know. It's, my my, it's, it's the big my, three zero.
1: I did, I hadn't hadn't heard.
2: Could you jump out of a cake
1: wearing nothing wearing but Todd's clothes?
2: <laughs> so I seem to remember at school that you were exclusively only allowed to show your underwear, which was the fashion, if it was from Calvin Klein.
1: Oh, 100%.
2: And then when your Calvin Klein pants sort of got a bit of worn, what you do is you cut the top off... You'd cut the elastic off and you'd wear wear it as a hairband. A sort of badge of <laughs> honour that you had at one point owned Calvin Klein pants. I never owned a single pair of Calvin Klein pants.
1: No, I don't think I did either.
2: I think my mum got me a Calvin Klein bra once from TK Maxx. It didn't really fit, but I wore it to death.
1: That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Actually, my heart just broke a <laughs> tiny bit. It's like I remember Miss Selfridge was the other one and, and there was a t-shirt, Kids of the 90s, that you would remember because it was like the must-have thing. And it was a Miss Selfridge... Um, just standard t-shirt probably showing a bit of tummy and it had this obscene sort of um, rainbow psychedelic heart some of them were in a jelly mm, like yeah. a jelly-ish yeah. thing and, um, and loads of, anyway the heart kind of got smaller and smaller and smaller and I literally was like when I get that, that and a Tammy girl t-shirt that's got that weird uh, Chinese dragon girl on it then I've like arrived, then I'll be happy forever and at Christmas I saw him a selfish bag and I was like oh my god she did it, like mum did it I opened it and it was just a v-neck, white, Miselfridge t-shirt that had a tiny, tiny heart in the corner and I just, I looked at it and I was like, this, this is where it's all going wrong and this is why, like, you know, I'm never gonna be happy.
2: I went through a phase where I was really into animal, animal conservation wear, and <laughs> so I would.
1: <laughs> well, you say what is it is that you wore like a weird owl jumper like a week ago?
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. But I would only wear sort of like save the dolphins t-shirts mm, or strong. like save save the hedgehogs. And my granny would just keep buying them for me, and my mum was just at her wits end because they were so utterly grotesque. And they always remember. They always remind me of this time. My my granny had Parkinson's, and we called her Parky because we're terrible people, and um. Once my friends came to stay, and it was the first time they'd come to stay at my parents' house in Scotland, and I was really wanted to impress them, you make them think I wasn't weird. And I woke up one morning to have a driving lesson, and I heard this... <laughs> ...outside, and it was my grandmother, and she was on her mobility scooter, driving across our courtyard from her house, and she was naked from the waist down, <laughs> and she was wearing nothing but one of my Save the Whales t-shirts. <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah, Parkinson's, you know, had turned into dementia. She wasn't God a big her. one, was she? She, yes, of course she was.
1: That's awful.
2: It, well, I, I don't think that that made it much... You know, worse or better. I mean, she was naked from the waist down flick. Oh, no. She was being chased by a pack of West Island White Terriers, like the Charge of the Light Brigade. It was horrific. She got into my house and I had to say to Laura, Cliff and Brown, I was like, Laura, do you mind? Um, could you just go over to my
1: granny's house and put some pants on her? I know, but it can be done because the other day, you know how everyone has their ritual of what they put on first? So I am pants on, just because everyone's really interested in the way I dress, apparently. Mm, sure, but, you know, you pants on, day. socks on. Then I do top. And trousers tends to be one of my last but I promise you, the other day, did the whole thing, shoes on, went out the door onto the Gold Hawk Road and was like, why does something feel off? And I looked down and I was just top, pants, socks, shoes, no trousers. And I went. You'd forgotten to put your trousers yeah, on? Yeah. Yeah, but I've been feeling a bit fretful recently. So Have you I spoken was...
2: to your shrink recently?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she's on annual leave. So,
2: what? Are they allowed to do that?
1: Yeah, she's off for all of August. I though. mean,
2: mine's essentially ignoring me.
1: Maybe that's why we've regressed into childhood and it's showing first in our fashion.
2: I'm 30 but I feel six. <laughs> mum. Inside I'm six. <laughs> Awful. Every time I go home my mum basically marches me into whistles and she's like, please just you know, pick anything, please just dress like an adult.
1: But it's funny that Parky forgot her clothes because she was all about the clothes, didn't She used to make most of yours.
2: Mm, yeah, no, I went through a period in my early childhood where I only wore clothes that had been hand-sewn by my grandmother and thus were therefore you know, made in the 60s, probably belonged to my mum, were all smocked and all had matching bloomers.
1: God, you didn't stand a chance.
2: It was awful. So all the other kids were, like, in leggings, you know, having a lol, and I am there wearing stuff covered in ducks and, you know, apparently was never allowed to show my nappy. Oh,
1: it is so cruel, even in, I was about to say adulthood childhood... Um, that There were two camps, weren't there? There were the kids that had the high-heeled sparkly jelly shoes, the flashing Barbie trainers, Lelly Kelly trainers. Oh my God. I know a lot about Dreams this because I'm those. start-right trained from when I was at Trotter's Shoe Shop. Sure. Um, say it with authority. And then there was, you know, me that had the kind of um, wetsuit material, sandals, so that I didn't cut my feet in the sea. Mm. Um, and my trainers were just gym plimpsoles and... We know Jim plimpsols don't flash. Um, And I think that just says a lot. And I understand now, because looking at my mum, I'm like, well, of course, you basically didn't succumb to to the fact that children have the worst fashion sense in the world. Like, they have the worst taste. You can buy the lovely, I'm going to give my kid, like, muted greys and, you know, pretty little cardigans. And actually, they just want to dress in plastic.
2: Yeah, I wanted to wear plastic all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I never had jellies.
1: Yeah, we loved to wear all one colour as well.
2: Oh, really? Colour blocking?
1: Colour blocking. My my
2: godfather, um, a man called Hot Rod, um, always colour blocks. He will always be fully in mustard mm. or fully in purple, always with a matching Hermes
1: belt. He needs to live in a Cluedo board. <laughs> he,
2: re- he really does.
1: Who would we be if we were Cluedo boards? Oh, gosh, I so want to be Miss Scarlet. Do you think? Yeah, you're Colonel Mustard. I'm Colonel Mustard, aren't I? I <laughs> no, you know mustard. it. <laughs> I know. I think I'm actually... Um, oh, I don't even think I have an identity. I'm not Mrs. White. You are Mrs. White.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if I'm Colonel Mustard, you're Mrs. White.
1: No, I think I might be Prof Green.
2: Professor Green.
1: <laughs> wasn't Professor Green before the Professor Green. Was it? Is that what he was named after? Yes. No, it was Professor Plum. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Green
2: I live in hope that my minor celebrity might somewhat how drive someone to become my stylist and they might just tell me how to dress like an adult
1: what do you think I'll wear in ten years time
2: probably still dungarees and stupid green jumpers yeah I do not doubt that I'm wearing a pajama top underneath I'm shameless
1: see I aspire to be that woman that wears the kind of very simple white t-shirt nice jeans Has pretty kids somewhere far away from her. um, And like an expensive handbag. And sort of immaculately uh, messy hair. Mm. You know those ones that you see sort of up and down the Westbourne Grove? Westbourne Grove,
2: I was going to say. Yeah, but
1: if that is to happen, then I need to grow a bit, develop some Mediterranean roots, and find a really, really rich husband. Yeah. Then Um, I can just bag the white t-shirt and we're done. We're easy.
2: (laughs) I think I just need to start wearing footwear that isn't worn by toddlers.
1: Yeah, I've never worn a trainer. You've never worn a trainer? Mm-mm.
2: Well, you're wearing boots with holes in, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing, there's no excuse. And I actually opened my wardrobe this morning and saw I have many shoes and many boots just like this that don't have holes. They just looked at me, you know, lovingly. And I thought, yes, you match the purple hoodie perfectly on you going.
2: So, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our rundown of our biggest fashion faux pas and fails. Um, Just let you know, you can contact me at at DeliciouslyStella on Instagram, or you can email me at DeliciouslyStella at gmail.com. Also, while we've got you here, we would really love it if you would rate and review us, only if you like it, because we're super needy and we want your love.
1: Please, you're all we have.
2: (laughs) Next week, we're going to be talking about accommodation, which is a slightly less sexy way of saying...
1: The people and places who've made us who we are.
0: Oh, Bella. (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.